Like you don't have to have all the answers. You have to present interesting enough questions that people want to latch onto them and help solve them. And you give them the tools to do that and get people to do really cool stuff. <laughs> I mean, anyway, that, that is why so I we... like leadership positions in software, to be fair. Like is trying to enable cool people to do co- cool things, to encourage them, to channel them, to focus them on a, you know, most valuable path and then watch, you gotta, watch them kick ass. You, yeah, absolutely. You got to trick them into wanting to do the cool things. <laughs> Look, you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> oh no. He made me productive, that bastard. Let's do this. Welcome, dear listener, to the QQ Cast. Today is Thursday. Oh my god, I don't have the date in front of me. It's May the 4th, 2023. We're your host, Tom DePontac, Mayor, and Raul Torres. Say, may the 4th be with you, gentlemen. May the 4th no. be with you. Don't, don't piss off the corporate overlords. You've got to be happier. <laughs> be happier. Everybody happy. Everybody smile. I, I have been playing the uh, the new Jedi Survivor. Ooh, yeah. Zach, my so, God. Way to segue us into today's topic. Is that even, it's a play- whole... is that even playable? Not on PC. Uh, no, it totally is. Oh, I should have said that like the Emperor. Not on PC. <laughs> da, da, na, 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 na. <laughs> it's totally fine. I don't know. I don't know. They were real snarky about it. We could we could talk about it. Maybe Tom can finish introducing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's exactly what I want to talk about. Dear listener, this is Quest 294. What are some Star Wars video games? You know, it's, it's it's May the 4th. I am so sick of, like, everything has a day and our corporate overlords and the House of Mouse. But, yeah, I mean, come on. How can you not talk about fucking Star Wars? So I did want to talk about Star Wars video games. And so mm-hmm. what I did, gentlemen, we, we usually do listicles. Well, this is a homebrew listicle. I made a listicle of games, basically everything that I can remember going backwards in time. Uh, well, we, I made it forwards, but we're going to review it backwards in time. And just Hooray. if anyone remembers shit, we're going to talk about it. So, Zach, I was going to kick it off with, yeah, Jedi Survivor, the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order, made by Respawn Entertainment. What do you think? Which is nuts, by the way. They're the same people that did Titanfall and Apex Legends. I have multiple and friends honestly, that work there on, on those projects. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. First, got to back up. May the 4th, yeah, it's a corporate holiday, but it feels way more honest <laughs> about being a corporate bullshit. holiday. Co- yeah, compared to like every Hallmark yeah. holiday. Looking at you, Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, oh, St. Patrick's corner, Day. Really. Cinco de Mayo is tomorrow. Uh, That's although not a corporate holiday. That's legit. Um, <laughs> it's sort of been co-opted well, by Corona. Well, well, but... but I do want to say too, though, like not to get too deep into it, I- I'm pretty sure this is says the September is more of the Mexican Independence Day because if it got two... But I think they only care about one of them. So, yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Anyway, really, we only yeah. talk about other countries on this podcast, or right? we don't talk about that one on the border. All right, Jeez. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was talking about Canada. So, I don't know what you were talking about. All right, on our northern border, I got nothing. Yeah, what's Canada's Independence Day? They don't really have one. They're still part of the Commonwealth. Because I'm going to say cool. that that accent took me on a trip. I'm like, which? Where are you coming from? Oh, fuck, bud. <laughs> fucking like wall up here bud don't really know why you went and did that there bud (laughs) let's get back on track someone's playing a star wars game those those come out yeah yeah so yeah no jedi survivor it's honestly great i have been really enjoying it and you know it got i didn't pick it up in the first week because i saw the reviews and people being like, yeah, no, if you're trying to play this on pc just fucking you can't (laughs) um which it's it's sad that you sort of expect shit like that uh, with with new games coming out. Like they just don't work when they're released, and you wait for that first you know big patch. Mm-hmm. But I, I finally said, yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'm gonna buy it eventually. I might as well just you know get it now and see if the issues are as awful as people claim. And mm-hmm. uh, now. Nope, it, it works great. It works fantastic for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying literally that it works great on my machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So... Well, I mean, if, if I recall, it was like specifically like video card issues, the, the typical AMD NVIDIA thing. I think one of them works fantastic. The other one just like, no, not at all. Yeah, it was some some weird combination. Well, 
the response that they put out was so fucking EA because <laughs> they did, they basically they acknowledged that the issues exist for a percentage i think quote percentage of pc users with weird hardware configured they basically blamed users for not knowing how to build their own computers <laughs> um which you know fine fair and even in a lot of cases but they're like yeah now if you if you built stuff with new hardware and are trying to run this on windows 10 maybe maybe that's not going to work out great maybe for you and i'm like well that's yeah, well, I'm like, well, that's weird. And then somebody, somebody posted, well, in their error reporter, it's hard coded to say that everything is Windows 10, so maybe they don't actually know Whoopsie. what they're talking about. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> good times. It's look, very, very EA. Look, I'm, I'm not. But, uh, I'm not excusing lo- horrible launches with tons of bugs. It's just there are so many combinations of hardware. Until you get that oh, shit out in the wild, it's so hard. Like, hey, web devs out there looking at you two. Oh, no, uh-huh. I have three browsers. Some of them have some different <laughs> versions. Yeah, kiss my ass. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true. And, like, even every... It, games are basically the most pure expression of UI development out there. And it is, in all cases, you're running... You're trying to build software for every machine but yours. And that's a tall order at the best right so yeah i get it and that's part of the reason why i was like yeah you know what i'm gonna pick it up anyway and see and it works great and i have this growing suspicion that it's very much a case of the the very loud hopefully minority of users experiencing these issues but they are awfully loud and not wrong to be so because it's a $70 release and you know you want to be able to actually play the game well, I, I according really like, to the minimum specs I really like you know YouTube channels like Digital Foundry they're usually very amazing but yeah they did their review on how bad uh, Jedi Survivor or, uh, yeah Jedi Survivor is on PC and they're like showing the frame dips and they're showing some bad textures and pop in I'm like guys that's not like, look, you might not think that's optimized, and you might even be right, but come on, this isn't crash land, this isn't people can't play the fucking game, and they're just totally ripping on it. And I'm like, man, this is this kind of insular, hyperbolic culture of, like, we must tear everything apart because it wasn't perfect. Like, get over it, just fucking enjoy the game. Yeah. Again, I know like, I'm, well, I sound me, like I'm defending the video game industry. To and be I fair, Tom, those, those people can't enjoy anything, so... <laughs> That's enough. true. They have had their dopamine receptors absolutely burnt the fuck out. It's, it's bad. It's bad out there. Meanwhile, in the YouTube comments section... Be happy, be horny, be bursting with rage. We got a million different ways to engage. Anyway, so at least for me and my uh, so far fairly limited experience, because I, I just really started playing it yesterday, but I'm a couple hours or a few hours in. I've gone past that initial area that a lot of people were having issues with. Even the people that were saying that they had a ton of issues with were just really saying that they were having issues in that first zone. And once you get beyond that, it smooths out dramatically. And like it's been smooth for me the whole time. But, um, yeah, no, I, I haven't gotten super deep into it, but what I have experienced so far has been really, really good. It's the first, uh, uh, it's, it's what a sequel should do. It's the first game, but more and better, uh, at least better for me. Nice. So I, I have no real complaints with it. Um, it's a very good game. Lightsaber combat is super satisfying. Some of the most satisfying since like the Jedi Knight series. And uh, yeah, the, the custom yeah, animations yeah. from part one where you would literally like cut something like a droid or something in half. Oh, that was, that oh, was yeah. satisfying. Yeah, and that's in here. Oh, also dismemberment is a thing in this one. It wasn't in the first one for mm. reasons, <laughs> mostly to deal with. Uh, weird big-eared mouse reasons, but uh, <laughs> now you can cut a stormtrooper's arm off, and that's wow. great. <laughs> that was that was like the one thing that was really missing from the lightsaber combat, <laughs> and that sounds awful, dark, and morbid, but it was so satisfying. Um, so, so yeah, no, uh, it's great. I'm, I'm glad you like it. I intend to play it, but I haven't I haven't done that yet. And Breath of the Wild weekend is like what one away, so that this ain't gonna happen anytime soon. But I'm really oh, glad yeah. it's good. I played Fallen Order on my Xbox One. That was my, one of the two games I used uh, with Game Pass. 
So uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. I don't like Souls Combat. I just, you know, I don't like hard video games. I suck. I'm slow. I'm terrible. I can't do pattern recognition, apparently, at least in real time. <laughs> so I played on easy mode and thoroughly enjoyed it. Ruli, have you had any experience with uh, Fallen Order? Do you intend to play Survivor? I have no idea what any of these games are. They're Star Wars games, Oh, no, I get they're Star Wars, yeah, but I, mean, I guess... Are they that's the RPG-ish ones? Is it just hack and slash? It's hack and slash. A little of both. Yeah, there's 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 RPG elements. Like it tells a story and it's got cinematics, but it's um yeah, it, it does kind of have some Dark Soulsy elements to it. Like there are little campfires that you go to, uh, meditation points uh, that you you go through. The l- levels are more open in the second one, but still fairly linear. And as you go through, you clear areas when you hit a, a save point uh, and rest. You get all your health back, but also all the enemies respawn, so oh, no. you can go back and play through those same areas again. It's, uh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, if you're if you're into kind of a, it's not quite on rails RPG, but it it it. It's as close to being on rails as you can get without actually being on rails. Mm-hmm. I think I think we'll get to the games that I've played, and we will see the contrast <laughs> in the games that I enjoy. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move backwards through time, and this is again. Tom put together a list of whatever the fuck he could remember. Some of these I have very little to nothing to say. Like our next entry, 2017's Battlefront Two. Now we're gonna get to the 2004 oh, Battlefront, yeah. but 2017 Battlefront Two. I didn't so actually play it. Wait, 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 it. Can, 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 you, you skipped over one that I don't know if it counts, but I want to talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah, then throw it in, throw it in. Um, Fortnite just did a whole <laughs> bunch of uh, skins oh, and things. Thing. Hey, it's, it's no. dumb and it's silly, but. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't put my disclaimer I was supposed to say, and I forgot to say it, was that I wasn't including Fortnite DLC and I wasn't including Lego Star Wars. Oh, those are literally the only ones I'm going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> well, the most recent Lego Star Wars game was hailed as being the best one, like so, like the open world Lego Star Wars game, because everything has to be fucking open world and roguelike. I don't, um, I don't think I played that one. I think I've only played the, the other one. But anyways, we'll get to that. But anyways, I Fortnite think it's stuff. deck verified. Um, All yeah, right, no, talk about no, Fortnite, you fucking well, no I, I think like I, ha- I haven't kept up with it but like I'm, I'm seeing Chewbacca with a lightsaber and all this I, I know they've had like a whole bunch of things come in and out but I mean it's Fortnite right like I think mm-hmm. one, of, one of the best Fortnite videos I saw was just like someone playing as Rick fighting against Goku with a lightsaber and Captain American shield something like that it just like how many things can you combine in one game like all of them that's that's the answer all of them so um I go in and out of Fortnite. Like there are some times where I'm just like, oh, that looks really cool. I'm gonna, you know, just like stupid stuff. Like, oh, you could you could be a banana in a in a James Bond suit. Like, okay, I guess I'm gonna come look, back for a look, season. Goku, we got we got to work together. We got to kill like <laughs> over nine thousand bananas. All right, our points are gonna be so high. Let's go, Goku. All right. It's <laughs> it's silly. It's dumb. So so I mean, seeing all all the the Star Wars stuff and the lightsabers, I, I want to go hit someone in the face with a lightsaber and and get a lightsaber umbrella or whatever stuff they have. So. I may dip my toe back in the Fortnite lake for a little while, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. So. Fortnite Swamp. Zach, any Fortnite? No, it's never appealed to me. I'm not a big fan of uh, over-the-shoulder third-person shooters in the first place. Um, I played one for game whatever reason that, <laughs> that is all. Yeah, <laughs> that, that perspective just doesn't really work for me. And even the first-person mode, I think they have a first-person mode now. Um, just hmm. It doesn't appeal to me. The building aspect of it didn't, didn't Honestly, they remove that and it's just gone now entirely? Am I wrong? Oh, no, I think it's I still think there. I'm pretty sure it's still it's, there. No. Okay. It's definitely still there, but there may be, I don't know, they, they probably have a bunch of modes now, well, and one like, of those may be no building. There's there's two different ways to play Fortnite. One is like it's a, it's a regular shooter game. The other is like, I'm going to play this as a... Um, tactical rts and establish a base of command so you can't kill me which honestly i'll say like 90 percent of the time when i lose it's because i've never like really tried to learn like the building side of things but usually like the end game for like the last 10 people strategy is just like you use your resources to construct like you know areas of defense because like i mean you've, you've played uh what's the other one the the battle royale when i'm going blank on the name what's what's the one you used to play PUBG. PUBG, PUBG, there you go. Yeah, 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 PUBG. So it's just yeah. like 
as as the course gets smaller and smaller, most of the time that it, you know, closes in on is like a field in the middle of nowhere, right? So if you're not mm. good at building cover and, you know, recovering and being able to kind of like outmaneuver folks, you, you'll, you'll die, which is I die pretty much every time there because I can, you know, shoot and run. But as soon as they start doing all that stuff, I'm like game over, but whatever. And if the if the map shrinks down and it ends in a, a sandy desert area, then if you're playing Anakin, you just lose because he hates sand. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, Ruli, thank you for bringing that up. Jeez, can't believe that's what I'm here for. Podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, but in truth, I have nothing to add about Battlefront Two. Uh, it was pretty divisive when it came out. I think the content was somewhat lacking. There was only a couple of maps or modes, and there was loot boxes. People were just fucking pissed. <laughs> Zach, did you play Battlefront Two? No, the loot box controversy really turned me off. Yeah. Um, it it was just like cosmetics fine right like uh, a lot of games do that i play a lot of apex legends they do uh functionally the same thing just it's all cosmetic and that that is fine because it's a free-to-play game and if you want to spend the five bucks or the 500 bucks to get a really (laughs) cool skin that's you know that's that's more power to you but it doesn't ultimately have any impact on the gameplay and the loot boxes that they had especially at launch were gameplay impacting and that I just I can't not abide. So no, unfortunately, I never got into Battlefront Two. Yeah. I love 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 Battlefield as a series, and Battlefront very much uh, is in that idiom. So I liked the first Battlefront a ton, and I was excited about Battlefront Two. But those loot boxes, man, yeah, nah, yep. just just really didn't do it for me. Yep. Okay. Well, gentlemen. Um... Now, if anyone doesn't know, EA held an exclusive video game license from 2013 to 2023. It's expiring this year where they were the only ones who could make Star Wars games. So we have, you know, the Jedi Fallen Order series published by EA. Mm-hmm. We have Battlefront published by EA. So at this point in my list, I jump all the way back to a couple of games that are uh, in 2008 and 2010 that, frankly, I don't even care about. But there was nothing in between there and now that I could even think of. Again, this was a, a list that I tried not to research. I, I tried to make the list from memory and then went and got some information about the games. Um, so I have nothing to add until 2008. We're going to jump back a decade. And that is The Force Unleashed 1 and 2. Oh, those are great. Uh, I know you play as Starkiller. Um, are, are you a clone of Vader the Emperor? You're just an apprentice. Obviously, that's the name from the original name, Luke Skywalker, was supposed to use Starkiller. I really don't know anything about these games. I didn't play them. Uh, yeah, I don't remember a ton of the story, but the um, the cool... So, uh, The Force Unleashed, especially the first one, was basically a themed tech demo. <laughs> uh, I don't remember which engine they were trying to show off, but uh, it was a lot of the, the physics and deformation that you could do with, like, crushing parts of the environment. Uh, the cool effects that you got with lightning uh and lighting uh did really neat things uh especially with yeah star wars visual effects play with light way more than a lot of other properties do so anytime you've got some cool new lighting technique dynamic lighting techniques (laughs) star wars is a really great place to play around with that uh because you've got moving light sources just all over the fucking place right the blaster shots the lightsabers the force powers all of it so yeah, it was a short game, and it was a very, very pretty game, and it had some really satisfying uh, moments in it, but it wasn't super-duper story-heavy. It was sort of just, I think, meant to be a tech demo, so they made a second one that I think expanded on that story. I don't know, because I didn't really play the second one, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I feel a little bad about that, because I, I, I probably uh, would have enjoyed it, but... Yeah, I, I don't know a ton about the story beyond that. You were some dude with ridiculous force powers, sensitivity, whatever, which is really just the excuse to give you all of the toys to play with Padawan? in this demo. Like, I swear there was some connection there. I, I don't Yeah, remember. I think so. You were supposed to be like Vader's apprentice. He had a bunch uh, it's Padawan, of, uh, okay? It's not laser sword, it's lightsaber, okay? And not uh, a Padawan, only, yet, right? It, 
It's only Padawan if you're a Jedi. It's Apprentice when you're Sith. Uh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, and I, I, I sort of vaguely remember, like, there's a character in the extended universe called Starkiller, and he was, uh, a, you know, one of those was Force Prodigy dudes. Um, and I want to say that he was a villain, but I don't really know. He was sort of a gray character. Well, and, and we should uh, point so out that if they... everything. When was the when was Force Awakened released? What year? Oh gosh, like two thousand seven. Hang on. No, 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 no. That was in the teens. Oh, you're talking about the movie Force Awakened. Yeah, the oh, Force yeah. Awakens. The new is uh, twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. Okay, so we need to point out that everything prior to twenty fifteen, which is basically whatever we're going to fucking talk about now, <laughs> is all not canon anymore. So you're talking about Star Killer being a character, and there was. This loose, like, I don't think it was loosely held. I think it was pretty well curated list of extended universe canon that between games and books was all canonical and organized. And I all of mm. that got flushed down the toilet. <laughs> so thank you, Jabrams. Yeah. Or I don't yep, know, yep, Kathleen yep. Kennedy, whoever the internet wants to blame for this shit. I don't know. I just, <laughs> they all suck. <laughs> uh, really, do you have any experience with uh, the forces being unleashed? Not awakened unleashed i i vaguely remember seeing like like the way zach described it it looked like a really cool tech demo i was like okay this looks like it could be cool you didn't play it on your wii i don't even remember it at all (laughs) i just remember it looking cool that was about it all right yeah uh well moving on zach we're gonna jump back into 20 i was gonna say 2004 yeah 2004 words and numbers are hard and we've got the original star wars battlefront um i didn't play this but yes the internet raves about this and i think there's a huge issue here of just triple a games were easier to make at lower fidelity they could just when you weren't worried about server side being authoritative and you were just kind of kind of shitty when you think about it but if you weren't worried about loot boxes and online connectivity and friends list <laughs> and high fidelity models when it was just yeah we threw in some dudes and they shoot each other so people fucking Yay. love the original battlefront really oh oh yeah no i i loved it and i i've did we ever play that one at a quake con i vaguely remember or was it somewhere you else? You must have. You must have. I, I don't sure. remember playing it, but you must have. I'm pretty I'm sure that's sure right. That we did. It. Yeah, and that's always a blast. Yeah. Um, Which, Bruley, tell dear listener about the BYOC. Most people don't know what this was. Hey, dear listener, this is another entry in the unfortunately recurring segment, the QQ Cast Rambles. So, three, two, one, let's jam. Oh, most people don't know what this was. Who's listening to this podcast? Wow. <laughs> uh, all 2.5 subscribers. Thanks, yeah, dear no, listeners. No, so, okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure QuakeCon is still a thing, right? So I think the best way to sum it up would be a LAN party times, like, a thousand. So rather than just having a couple, you know, bros bring over their, their big old beefy desktops to uh, your house, um, oh, is, uh, is it software that does Quake? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, it software basically rents out a whole conference center, and you stick what? What's what, is it about a thousand or so folks, or is it? More? It was I don't huge. Yeah, I don't know what number it was. But let's it was let's fucking say massive. at least a thousand people in a room with all their computers to play video games and steal IP addresses for the corporate database. Yeah. It's lots of fun. Oh and yeah, we did that. <laughs> you did that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, listen, it, it was basically an ad hoc giant LAN network that everyone's jacking into and bringing their full rigs. They're really, you know, gaming laptops are still in their infancy at this point. I think there was still some CRT, uh, well, still probably a healthy mix of CRTs versus uh, LCD monitors. And yeah, there was just these huge torrenting networks because like, there was no one there who knew how to regulate that. I think in later (laughs) years, they finally did have to start because like, people were actually starting to investigate the amount of fucking piracy going on at this corporate event. But it was just well, like, cool, what games do you want? What keys do you want? Just, oh yeah, there's a, there's a fucking torrent network on this, on this network. It's fucking crazy. Well, but, well, but I will, I will say like, um, since we're opening this can of words of conversation, <laughs> um, we probably shouldn't do on mic, but fuck it. Oops. I said the quiet part loud and the loud part quiet. <laughs> the times where there was less, um, Let's bury the entry to play a game. There was more fun to be had because I could remember there was one year where I don't even think I played like more than like two hours because it was basically 
What happens when you've got a thousand computers trying to hit the same the same Steam IP from one IP? You don't get in because they think they're getting <laughs> spammed or they, they think you're like like anything that was Steam verified. Like like there was a whole like sections of tables that are like I can't can you log into Steam? I can't log into Steam, right? And then it basically digressed to like a whole day of like this isn't gonna get fixed. What are we gonna do? And then you break out with Serious Sam one because we need something to play. Um, or just straight up yeah. Quake because that was great. Quake yeah. Arena. Steam had only launched say... a few years before this, right? So yeah, I don't know if they just identified QuakeCon as a DDoS or, or what, but like, we... yeah, the whole thing was like, you are not, none of you fuckers are getting an internet connection. Yeah, but, but I will say yeah. one of the fun ones was, I don't, like, it's, it's hard to put the timeline in place, but when they did Quake Live, that one worked out pretty well because they're like, all right, if, if we... If we can't have a working internet system, at least we could have our servers directly to this game and at least give something for folks to kind of like play in between trying to figure out how to install Battlefield or something on 20 computers to actually get a whole group of people playing. Um, so that that was fun. Oh, yeah. That was nuts. Yeah, no. Uh, so the Steam service released in September of 2003. Um, I don't remember the first year that we went to QuakeCon. But even after Steam started, yeah, you could maybe play like CS 1.3 that wasn't a Steam service. Uh, but any any of the newer ones, yeah, you you really couldn't. And uh, it was the high age of ROMs, so all of the file sharing, right? Any any games or media that you wanted with CD keys and like, yeah, DRM was still a relatively new thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was nuts. There's also... Uh, I, I may or may not, to this day, still have ROM folders that have, you know, basically the entire official library of NES, SNES, N64, Game Boy Like, I may or may not 100%. still have those. Still, <laughs> wait, I may or may not have had or have currently those folders from Quake Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, totally. Anyway. Yeah, it's it's it was anarchy. It was a self-policing community. So, yeah, no, it was wild times. Wild, wild times. I so, guess so the, I was saying, they're still doing QuakeCon. We're, we're, we're definitely quite off track. That's true, that's true. Yeah, okay, so yeah. Quake, QuakeCon was a shitload of fun. It was All lots right. of fun, and that's where I played most of the Star Wars games. At yes, least okay. the, those style ones, yes. So let's go back in time, and this is where uh, we have one more before we get to the 90s, and this is where I can finally start talking about some of these games. 2003, we had Star Wars Jedi Academy. Man, this mm. was the first time I had the lightsaber fantasy fulfilled. Uh, you're oh, a fucking yeah. Jedi. You've got the third-person camera. You're jumping around. You're swinging your lightsaber. You keep leveling up your stats so you can jump higher and move faster. Um, this game was fucking amazing. It hasn't... I tried to play it again a couple of years ago. The level design is just bad. It's just like that old Quake, like, <laughs> well, why is there a five-mile-long hallway? Because we wanted to put enemies behind the 50 doors, right? Like, <laughs> the map sucked. But, like, this game at the time was incredible. Any Any comments? Did that game have multiplayer? Because I could have swear the um, there's some games that are, I remember were just yeah. like light lightsaber light, lightsabers being flung at each other and force lightning all the time. That's all oh, yeah, it was. Totally. It's force lightning, whip out the lightsaber, have it you know swing across the screen and come back. That's that's all I remember of that game. If it was that one, mm-hmm. that is that one. Je- it is Jedi, absolutely that one. Jedi fighting Jedi, the end. <laughs> yep. Yep, it was nuts, and especially the multiplayer was nuts, and that was kind of the point. But yeah, nah, it was it was very very good. Hey guys, I gotta step yeah. away for one second. I'm sorry, one sec. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I'm gonna jinx it. I'm amazed I'm connected because like my internet browsers are all like, you have no internet, and I'm like, I still hear y'all. So yeah, I guess. Oh, I who, guess you're who here. Who do I believe? Who do I believe? You're telling me computers can be wrong. Okay, back and unmuted. Sorry about that. Hey. Okay, Zach, you were making a comment about uh, Jedi Academy, and then we're going to keep rolling because we, we definitely took too much time up front. Yeah. No, it was very, very good. Very good. All right, cool. Let's go it back It was the in time. gold standard for a decade, uh, two decades, for lightsaber combat and video games. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Like, that's nuts. I mean, until Beat Saber, really. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay uh, uh, before you go on, I'm going to interject. When do I get to talk about Lego Star Wars? Oh God damn it, Ruli! I don't even what? know when the first Lego Star Wars was. Probably I, after this. So they they all completely blur together. It's just a silly, silly Lego game. And would 
I think what I would say that Lego Star Wars was the one that put the Lego game on the map, right? 100%. Because I think they tried with a couple other ones and none of them just stuck, but it just like the Lego IP was good enough. Um, I'm wondering, I, I want to say that like some of the Phantom Menace ones were the first ones because like that's the one that I have the most vivid memory of like the silly gimmicks that they would do. And they kind of like started to establish the silly Lego humor with, you know, robots falling apart and all these, you know, shenanigans that happened in the Lego universe. And it still kind of like follows the beats of this, of the original film. So um, yeah, it's like, fun. Just, like you but, said, like they, they all just blur together because they made a Lego game for every single entry in the Star Wars movies and more. And I think they even may have had multiple of the same movies, like when turned into a trilogy, etc. So I know the latest game, which again is more open world, is supposed to be by far the best of them. I think it has, like, all of the Star Wars content in it, I, I think, maybe. So it became absurd. Um, I never really spent a lot of time playing any of them. I know I've played a couple of levels here and there, but I don't think I ever owned one. Maybe a roommate owned it? I don't even know. Did, did your kids ever enjoy the Lego game? Or Lego oh, games? Um, I, I, I Opening can of worms in territory. They don't play video games, Tom. What's, what's oh, wrong God. with you? You're right. They're just watching, uh, what's Wednesday, Adam's name? Uh, what is it? Uh, Merlina. Merlina Adams. <laughs> well, the, oh, I mean, they, they. I mean, if you don't count Tokaboka and the countless, uh, what's it called, um, tablet games that are out there to do silly things. Which man, go get your kids, uh, and like a refurbished Nintendo DS. Raise them right, Ruli. Put them on. Put them on Nintendo consoles. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to quote back you to you the the Onion article. Is it parent parent teaches their their child about media that'll ostracize them for the next twenty years? <laughs> yeah, Tom. Sure, they'll be the hip kids. I'm telling you, it's going to work out. It's all going to work out. Perfect. All right. Anything um, else you want to say about fucking Lego Star Wars? It's it's comfort food. It's just nice to play every now and then because it's it's shortened to the point. It's exactly what I like. So. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check if the latest Lego Star Wars game is Steam Deck verified, and if it is, you're gonna get a Christmas gift. Oh, thank you. <laughs> okay, let's finally get our asses back into the '90s. 1999 Star Wars Episode One: Colon Racer. This was a <gasps> big fucking deal when it came out. This came out on multiple. I, I know it was at least on 64 as a console. It came out in arcades. The hype for episode one was just probably the biggest hype any single movie will ever have in the history of humankind. And this game was fucking hype. Did you guys, I think it sucked, but did you guys play it? I absolutely love this game. And I also love the fact that you can play it with two N64 controllers. Can you really? Yes, you could totally do that. What? Enlighten us. Yeah, yeah. So it's just like you could plug in two controllers and it could independently control each each pod's like, you know, thrust. So oh, it's just fucking like, awesome. I'm pretty sure I could do that. My my internet is not not being happy, but I'm 90% sure you could do that. Oh man. Cuz it was it was basically like how the arcade worked cuz like you would play the arcade and the arcade had like the two thrusters on each side. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like your typical like, you know, giant robo combat thing, you know, push both of them together to go forward and kind of alternate to go left and right. And uh I'm 90% sure you could do that in the 64 game. So oh, man, okay, I now I need I need to go find out they re-released uh Pod Racer you know, like with an HD up res for Nintendo Switch. And the Nintendo Switch has the official Nintendo 64 Bluetooth controllers, of which I own one, but have been constantly out of stock for years. I need to get two of the N64 controllers. I need to fucking <laughs> load this bitch up. And I need to go two-thumbed on it, baby. Now this is pod racing. <laughs> well, I mean, you can technically do that by splitting up your Switch controller anyway, so... Uh, and also, and also, we get to keep one, and we could all play Nintendo games. Yay! Hey. With really kids. Oh. Yay! <laughs> um, okay. The one other thing I want to add about this game is just that one of the most amazing things about it. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm thinking of the next game on our list. Haha! <laughs> Whoops. Hold on. Zach, anything to add about Star Wars Episode One: Colon Racer? No, but I am a little surprised that you skipped over Knights of the Old Republic. Oh dear God! I've forgotten about it. <laughs> That yeah, is the game 2003. That, that broke my hard drive and made me lose a lot of shit. My first time burning out a hard drive. Fuck that game. That's yeah, probably why you yeah. forgot about it. <laughs> All right, Zach, please. Uh, what year was Bioware's masterpiece, Star Wars: Knights of the Old Republic? Uno. So that was 2003 with a sequel in 2004, which is nuts. Wow, now, really? They were back to back one year. Yeah, they were back to back one year. So yeah, Knights of the Old Republic is probably the the Star Wars 
I'm going to call it a CRPG. It wasn't quite, because it was real 3D, but it's as close to a CRPG as you can get uh, for Star Wars. Uh, it was very good. Um, they had an expansive plot, uh, great worlds, awesome characters, great voices, uh, really, really great game. Uh, even the second one was still really, really good. Uh, this is not to be confused with Star Wars The Old Republic, which was an MMO yeah. in 2011. Which didn't and that had, get, like, uh, was that the one that got rebooted mid-flight, or was that Star Wars Galaxies? I don't remember. There was Star Wars Galaxy, yeah. yeah. Uh, they got it rebooted, and then The Old Republic sort of picked up the mantle, I think. But, um, oh, The Old Republic actually got an expansion last year in 2022. Oh, wow. So, yeah, uh, it was their, their like, 10-year uh anniversary expansion which is actually 11 years because reasons delays whatever so whatever um but knights of the old republic was a great game uh, i think it got remastered fairly recently so if uh, you're interested in it it, it did get remastered and re-released you can pick it up on modern consoles if i remember correctly there was supposed to be a um like a full hd remake that got shit-canned mm. mid-flight. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? But I, I don't know if it was the sales of the remaster that it dictated it wasn't going to do well. I don't, I don't yeah. know the details. Yeah. No, I I, I, I don't remember either. Um, I think there, there, there is a remaster if you're interested. Um, but it, And I think the story, at least, and a lot of the mechanics still hold up. It's not uh, as visually... It, the, the visual fidelity doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's nearly 20 it is 20 years old at this point um actually i don't know what the specific release date for the first one was uh july so it'll be 20 in july of this year um yeah no it's it's a very very good game and i like i like crpgs uh you know the baldur's gate and shadows of om and all that good stuff uh so this 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 hit an itch that i didn't know i had for doing a similar style game in the Star Wars universe. Uh, and since it was set like 4,000 years or something before the events of the movies, even the first original trilogy movies, uh, they had a lot of license to just play. Which in that There's world. a lot of books that take place back then. There was a bunch mm-hmm. of graphic novels that take place back then. Yeah, I wish, I wish more stuff had gone and played in the past. You know, we've heard me bitch about modern Star Wars is just nepotism. They have the, the royal family that mm-hmm. runs the galaxy and there's no creativity. Yeah. Uh, really, did you have any experience with uh, either of the Knights of the Old Republic games? Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, Zach, I am embarrassed that I didn't have that on my list. That Thank you for bringing that one up. Okay, oh, so goodly. continuing to move backwards in time, 1998 is Rogue Squadron. Now this, again, uh, super hype at this point. People were knowing that the new Star Wars movies were in development. You could fly around and fucking shoot X-Wings. Uh, this this game was super hype for me and my friends when it came out, even though the gameplay mm-hmm. is pretty lame in all honesty. The uh, the one notable thing about this, years later looking back on it, especially as a software engineer, I think it's fucking hilarious, is they had hid a cheat in the game with the Naboo Starfighter. So this was a publicly released was, asset on a cartridge. Was it the Starfighter? I thought it was like the Prince's ship, right? Because no, it was it's the, it's the super, this the weird silver-looking one, right? It, it could have been both, but I guarantee you mm-hmm. the Naboo Starfighter was in Rogue Squadron. And this is an age back in you know 1998 where people didn't dump ROMs, people didn't go looking and crawling through assets and CDNs. Um, fucking incredible that that didn't leak for for damn near a year. Amazing. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. What that was a rare game, right? That was what game? Was it by Rare, I think? Or who was that by? Oh, I don't know. Let me click the link. I had to double-click the link. No, developer was Factor 5. I don't even know what else they've made. Mm. They defunct in 2009, so they didn't didn't make much. Definitely played the heck out of that game. It was lots of fun. Um, And then remind me, like, um, you could do the X-Wing thing. You could do, like, the snow speeder, a couple other things, right? It wasn't just explicitly just, like, flying around, right? Yeah, yeah. I think a bunch of the levels were not, or maybe most levels were not actually in space. Yeah, there's one where you're, like, on flying over Tatooine in the X-Wing. I don't know why, but, yes, you're fighting the uh, the AT-ATs mm-hmm. and the ATSTs in the with your tow cable, having to circle them to take them down. Oh, no, it was amazing. Oh, it, it was fun the first time. It was really annoying to do that five more times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good uh, stuff. Good, good game. Good cool. Game. 
All right, uh, moving backwards in time. This is a game I didn't play much, but dear God, I should have. One of my neighbors had this. Star Wars Rebellion. This is the Star Wars 4X mm. game. And having mm-hmm. been a huge fan of Master of Ryan, you'd think, you'd have thunk that I would have played this. And I fucking didn't. And I've kind of always wanted to go back and try to buy it. Can you even buy it these days? Is, are the rights uh, an issue? Let's see here. Uh, it's on Steam. Oh, okay, so I could go pick it up. Yeah, I... I don't know. This is a game I should have played, and I, I fucking didn't, but I remembered it because my neighbor had it. Either of you guys, any experience with this? No. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Moving on. Okay, so gentlemen, you are never going to see this oh, game coming. I what? do remember this. The <laughs> I'm sorry. I totally remember this because I'm looking at the, the screenshots now of the galaxy map. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> that was not, uh, not a high-impact game for me, but yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Sorry. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to move us on to the next one. Gentlemen, you are not... If you remember this, I'm going to be fucking shocked. This was in the age of Yoda Soda and Wookiee Cookies. That's how cheesy this fucking game is. All right, I'm going to read you a little, like, three-sentence description of this from uh, Wikipedia. I'm going to see if you can remember... Either of you can know what game this is. Blank is a short, randomly generated point-and-click adventure game designed for players to finish in an hour. The game has no central plot or ultimate goal. Each time... A new game is started. The player is taken to a completely random mission. No idea. Nope. Yoda stories, like the first Star Wars roguelike. <laughs> what? Oh, this thing is a, a piece of shit. If you look at it, it looks like a fucking Windows app. But I, I fucking owned this. I don't know if I ever completed any of its fucking missions, but I fucking, little 12-year-old me owned this game. Um, nice. Because I think I saw it in, like, a, a fucking store. Like, oh, my God, Yoda. Because, like, I mean, this was, again, this was the 90s. We didn't have Star Wars content. We were starved. I was reading the goddamn Extended Universe novels because that's all we had. I was watching Star Trek on TV and reading Star Wars books. I didn't have fucking anime yet in my life. I didn't have shit. <laughs> so, yeah, Yoda's stories, absolute hilarious blast from the past. Um, looks god-awful. Go find a screenshot. <laughs> What uh, what year was that one? Uh, Nineteen ninety seven. All right, all right. Never heard of it. All right, gentlemen, I got three more. Uh, apparently, the nineties just were the era of fucking Star Wars video games because the next one is Shadows of the Empire, nineteen ninety six. One of the launch titles for the N sixty four. It was so exciting to have a fucking Star Wars game on the launch of the N sixty four. Obviously, I was playing the fuck out of Mario sixty four first, but then I went to this. Well, if it wasn't a launch title, it was the launch year. Uh, either of you play Shadows of the Empire, and there was a book. You could read a fucking book. <laughs> there was a book. There was a comic. Uh, yeah, it did have a video game. Oh my god, Dash Rindar. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. the Han Solo knockoff. <clears throat> yeah, good, good times. Look at those shoulder pads. He should be a World of Warcraft character. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, is the third top-selling Nintendo 64 game for 1997? God More damn, than a million dude. Yeah. copies sold. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Developed straight by LucasArts. This this game was so fucking cool. And again, having a Star Wars game at the launch of the N64, man, that was just hype. That was just fucking hype. <laughs> I don't really have anything to say because like the gameplay, I remember being truly god-awful. I think you fight... Do you fight Boba Fett, maybe? I think, actually? Because um, again, it's, oh, it's the gosh, book that I takes place in between, uh, in between 4 and 6, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. And again, like... That was so nerdy back then. You're telling me I can watch two movies and there's a book in between? There's a <laughs> video game where I can play the events of the book? That was so unfucking believably nerdy back then. Again, we didn't have the fucking Lord of the Rings trilogy with fucking RTS games and strategy games and card games coming out every year. This was... Oh, kids, if you don't know, the 90s were wild, by which I mean <laughs> lame. And when we got something, we clung onto it because it's all we fucking had. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, this is great. Um, <laughs> uh, super duper good. Yeah, I know. Uh, so 1996 was the initial release for this one. Uh, it came to Windows in 1997. Oh, wow. I didn't realize. Uh, which is perfect because just right around the same time it came to PC, so did Dark Forces 2. Yeah, which Jedi Academy uh, is a Dark Forces sequel, right? Uh, uh, let's see. Yes. Is it, yes. No, is Dark Forces is. a Jedi Knight game? It's Jedi Knight, Jedi Knight, Dark Forces, yeah. Jedi Academy. Is that right? 
Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Boom. Yes. The the original Dark Forces was just Dark Forces, but okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Uh yeah, you're the same Kyle Katarn uh dude. A slightly and, uh, yeah, less rip off of Han Solo, but they're all sort <laughs> yeah. of. It's like it's like if Han Solo and Luke Skywalker had a baby together. <laughs> yeah, basically, he's what Ben Solo could have been. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it was it was fun, but yeah, let's see. Uh, so Dark Forces Two was October '97 on PC, and uh, what's the other one? Shadows of the Empire was September of 97. So Dark Forces, and then a month later, you got Shadows of the Empire. <clears throat> Good times. Nice. All right, gentlemen, my second to last entry on this list is actually a trilogy of games because I don't even know how to distinguish them. It was released in 1992, 1993, 1994, all in each other's uh, heels. Gentlemen, what trilogy of games could I be referring to in the early 90s? Uh, TIE Fighter? Oh my god, no, I didn't say X-Wing and TIE Fighter. Fuck, Zach, you are better at this game than me. Because those were so great. And Trey yes. had TIE Fighter and I had X-Wing, and we fucking hated each other. It was yeah, fucking awesome. It was, it was awesome. Oh, oh man, the rival. This was better than Red versus Blue. Fuck. Uh, like the Pokemon Red-Blue <laughs> versions. Uh, yeah, no. Fuck. Yeah, oh my god. No, I spent a lot of time playing those games. Uh, fucking A-Wing, go really fast with double back shields, turn around, double front shields, and just fucking shoot straight in oh my god yeah oh fuck how did i forget that zach fuck i also yeah, i tried no. to play again having forgotten that entire series i tried to play the the recent x-wing game that came out the one that was vr oh yeah i just i don't know i just did not it took me a while to get the fucking vr rig running because it like was not natively designed for that yeah and i just didn't get into it man but i loved that game back in the day holy shit Oh yeah, now, X-wing, discs. Tie Fighter, X-wing versus Tie Fighter. See, that's the th- that's the yeah. trilogy that I thought you were talking about. Tie no, Fighter, about. Tie Fighter itself came out in 1994. Uh, let's see, that was X-wing in was the that. X-wing series. Yeah, X-wing was before that. That was 1993, and then there was X-wing Alliance in 1999. Um, what was the X-wing versus Tie Fighter? Where is it? Do, 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 do. Hang on. That one was 1997. Oh, wow. That was way more recent. So, okay. Uh, that series started in 1994. Uh, which, which, which series were you talking about in 1992? I was talking about the SNES Super Star Wars trilogy, which honestly I don't even have much to say about. They were, you know, well-received <laughs> games, but, you know, they're good old-fashioned side-scrolling platformers like they just i don't know oh, took wow. some liberties to license they were fairly high yeah. quality for their time but i have nothing to say about them oh fuck i should have talked about x-wing so much better <laughs> so, so i have what i want to talk about oh shit uh-huh. i have one uh, more but really what do you got it's out of the timeline a little bit because i had to just look it up on my phone um 1998 um it's an arcade game um Star oh. Wars Trilogy Arcade. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm sure I y'all played Our Dave and Buster's had that. Oh, yeah. It was like a dollar per play. It was absurd. I wasted so much money <laughs> on that game. It basically had what, like, the, the what's it called? The, the Trench Run? Is that what it is? I don't even know the official name. Yeah, of yeah. Get... They had the three different campaigns, and each of the three campaigns had, like, one or two different mission types. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there was, the, there, there was the Trench Run. There's the fight with Darth Vader, which I could never really figure out how to block, apparently, but... Just yep. put more money in it. That's how you defeat Darth Vader. You know what wins? Capitalism. Yes. Um, so yeah, no, no, I mean, like, it's, it was a cool way to waste yeah. $20 and just move on with your life. But that was, that was really awesome. But I, I remember you did get several minutes of playtime. And if I remember correctly, I think I actually beat one of the campaigns. I don't remember which one. I think it might have been Empire Strikes Back. But I actually got through, again, I think there's the three campaigns. I want to tell you, there's like three missions a piece or something like that. And I actually beat one. I felt real good about that. Yeah, shit. I think it was like one per original series. Something yeah, the, like that. And the New Hope was this, this, what's it called? The X-Wing and stuff. Yeah. Strike Backs. I think Strike Back was like some like, what is it? The Landspeeder one, some ATST things. I don't know. I think I always skipped over that one. Yeah, and you're shooting the Wampas at one point as you're yeah. running through the ice base. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then there's there's uh, actually lightsaber fighting with Vader. Oh, yeah. different. Oh, my God. The really, the thing I remember about 
the Star Wars trilogy arcade game is I remember looking at that and thinking it was the best looking video game I'd ever seen. Because I, obviously I had an N64 and I, I thought that mm-hmm. was mind blowing. But like then you looked at the Star Wars arcade game. And I just remember at the time thinking that was the most high fidelity thing I'd ever fucking seen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it's just like the um, giant joystick also kind of gives it that immersiveness to it. And it's just like the this, the whole chairs, like just the setup of it was just very like uh, awesome. set the mood for playing. Yeah, it was very yeah. cool. Oh, fuck, dude. That's great. That's a fucking great answer. Uh, okay, well, the irony here is that I'm also going to end us on a Star Wars arcade game from all the way back in 1983. Gentlemen, what am I referring to? Uh, is that not, Jedi Arena? Not what I thought you would refer to. There might be one more. Oh, it's just, it's just Atari's Star Wars arcade. It's a vector graphics uh, rail shooter where you fly and shoot X-Wings. Uh, sorry, you, you're in an X-Wing, you shoot TIE Fighters, and then you fly over the Death Star and you make the trench run. Um, guys, I actually played this in an arcade uh, a few years back. This was awesome playing because it was a sit-down. I think they probably stand-up one too, but there was a sit-down. You're, again, you're, you're flying an X-Wing. It's vect- very colorful vector graphics. Uh, great, like, arcade music from back then. It, it, is, it, is, it was fun as fuck in the 2010s i can't imagine this must have blown 1983 motherfuckers minds right like that was the uh the birth of i think that was the early birth of the arcade scene and this must have fucking melted brains back then dudes this if you ever get the chance to play this game you've got to play it it really is it just it just loops like you fight tie fighters and then you go above the death star and you fight some towers and then you do the trench run if you survive you do the same thing again. It's not like there's content, but it's it's fucking fun. Even today, and the colorful uh, vector graphics almost looks just like retro, like an indie game in this day and age. It fucking kicks ass. Have you guys even seen this? Do you want me to send you the wiki article? Here, I'm sending you the wiki article. No. Just look at the fucking yeah. screenshots. It's fucking I gorgeous. I need to see this. Star Wars 1983. Oh, oh yeah, my god. Fo- you're in an X-Wing, so you've got the four different uh guns from your wings in the four corners of the screen it's fucking awesome oh wow yeah no that's nuts that is nuts yeah dude, this was uh oh, yeah there it is mind-blowingly awesome oh that's super cool yeah again yeah. i even enjoyed playing this in the modern era like that that's how brain meltingly amazing this must have been back then i can't imagine how many quarters this thing just sucked down <laughs> <laughs> So, so I've I've got another one because I really thought you were going to talk about this one. Do it, do it, uh, and and story time as well. Um, <laughs> Star Wars for the NES. Was there? Was I didn't even one? know. Was there, I mean, yeah. there must have been. Nineteen eighty-seven. Nineteen eighty-seven. Star Wars, and then nineteen ninety-one. Star Wars, and then The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Double yes. Star Wars. So what there, does it there mean? There's one for the NES. Um, so this this was even before like um, I don't even know when Blockbuster is kind of like were all over the place but like this was like first experience like renting video games like it wasn't even a blockbuster Mm. it was like literally at the grocery store the grocery store had a bookshelf they had like 20 games there and it was like their side hustle in the grocery store (laughs) so totally rented this game and this this is you know not really knowing how to play video games or anything like that and a combination of like there's no internet there's no one to ask how to do things so like I played it for like 20 minutes, didn't know how to do anything, kept dying. And I'm like, this game is dumb. I never want to play it again. So (laughs) definitely a slice of life of a particular point in time, which will never happen again. Slightly nostalgic, slightly like, wow, that was a, that's how we did things back then. Go, go get your video games from the grocery store. (laughs) I don't think I had a grocery store that rented, but we talked about the mom and pop shops. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot there even were Star Wars games on SNES. I didn't have those. I played Jaws, okay? Mm-hmm. I played Steven Spielberg, not George Lucas. <laughs> oh, no, dude. Like, like multiple grocery stores would rent games, and we're like, where are we shopping today? I'm like, oh, that's the one that has the shitty games. I don't want to go there. It must be an El Paso thing. Who knows? Uh, all right. Well, gentlemen, uh, before we get to the news real quick, we have to shout out our sponsor. After these messages, we'll be right back. Gentlemen, our sponsor this evening is whichever holding corporation now has the rights to Atari because they don't actually exist anymore, but goddamn, they should reproduce. Oh, wait, no, they did. They did. Hold on. Strike that from the record. After these messages, we'll be right back. 
Tonight's sponsor is 1UP Arcades. They actually made a remake arcade of the Star Wars cabinet. Fuck, it was $500. Fuck, I should have <laughs> bought that thing. I don't know where the fuck I would have put it, but I should have bought it. <laughs> 1UP Arcades, go give them your money. Oh, right, yeah. Gentlemen, let's get to the news. Good news, everyone. Great news, everyone. Bad news, everyone. Uh-oh, I don't like the sound of that. You are? I don't actually have any headlines except for what Zach posted in here. Zach, do you want to talk about <laughs> Morrowind turning 21 real quick? I just noticed it. Uh, <laughs> there isn't really anything more to say about it. Um, yeah, no, the uh, the Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind turns 21 this year. It can drink. Uh, <clears throat> that's uh, That's wild. Oh, it actually did turn 21 on May 1st. Jesus. No, it was more of an existential crisis than a news item. So the first Elder Scrolls was 94, the second was 96, mm -hmm. and this was a whopping six years after that with uh, 2002. What's nuts to me is that I didn't play this until college, so this was like two-ish years, two or three years after it initially released, yeah. and my mind was blown. Like I, I picked it up because I was bored one weekend and needed something to do, it looked kind of interesting, and just, holy shit. This was the first game that I got into modding, like myself, uh, because they released a creation kit for it, nice. and that was just fucking nuts. Um, Yeah. Oh, speaking of mods, and I gotta mention this because we were just talking about Star Wars games. Uh, so one of the games that we didn't mention was Star Wars Empire at War. It was a real-time strategy game, it, a la oh, StarCraft. Yeah. And uh, I I remember this one fondly because not that the game itself wasn't fine. I'm sure it was, but I don't really remember playing Empire at War. I remember playing the Star Trek mod for Empire at War, <laughs> <laughs> where you were building Starfleet ships and Borg cubes and sending them against each other, and it was just fucking nuts. Really, that must anyway. shock you. That must shock you, really. Yes. Completely. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, I think it's worth pointing out here. Uh, Elder Scrolls 2 to 3 had a six-year gap. Elder Scrolls 3 to 4 only had a four-year gap. Elder Scrolls 4 to 5, or Skyrim, only had a five-year gap, and now we are at 12 years without another Skyrim or another Elder Scrolls? Well, well, wait, 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 wait. Skyrim has been remastered and redone, like, how many times? I hear it so runs on small pocket many. watches. It I'm does. pretty sure it can play on your Apple Watch. I know it plays on... It's on the Switch, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's on the Switch. What is it not mm -hmm. on? And I'm serious. The Skyrim, what is it not on? It's on everything. Like, I'm not even it's, kidding. It's Which... on all the things. Which version can you actually shout out the dragon things? I'm pretty sure there's one of those, right? Oh, probably. I, I mean, there's definitely mods for it where you can just, like, actually yell at it. There's, there's Skyrim um, fucking VR. Oh, yeah, Skyrim VR, you can do that. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's wild. And, like, the... Uh, I guess Bethesda's got... What's the, the space one that they're releasing in September this year? Uh, Starfield? is coming out starfield and then the elder scrolls 6 will be presumably their next release um part of the big reason for the gap is not only because they could just suck all of the money out of skyrim <laughs> that they could it's a money printer because it was it was good and fun and highly moddable and very replayable uh <laughs> and they marketed the shit out of it uh but part of the reason for this big long gap between IP releases in the series is that uh, up until Skyrim, they had been using their, uh, I forget what it was, the creation kit engine, uh, whatever. It was the same one that they used for like New Vegas and uh, uh, Fallout 3, 3, 4 in New Vegas. It was basically just an old weird buggy engine uh, and had been for a good long time. So now they have apparently rebuilt the next version of that engine from the ground up and Starfield and the next Elder Scrolls are going to be built with that new engine. So yeah, well, I, it makes, it makes the gap hopefully worth it because if it comes with just a little bit less weirdness, like most of the bugs in Skyrim are just funny. Same with the Elder Scrolls, uh, not the Elder Scrolls, the Fallout series. Like they're just funny. Um, but uh well, this, this yeah, brings us full sure circle to nice. what we were talking about 
earlier with with releasing games that are buggy. Like back then, games were buggy because they were so ambitious, and buggy mm-hmm. usually more meant like exploitable or, or kind of weird hiccups. Now everybody yeah, buggy it, just means it. It meant that you could glitches. see that the um, the trains and automobiles were basically hats on NPCs walking around. <laughs> also true. Oh, that was that was great. Um, yeah. Do you guys watch uh, the Spiffing Brit? at all now what is no. this now so uh spiffing Brett, he's a youtube uh content creator he does uh he does video game exploits basically and he puts out these like 20 to 45 minute videos talking about different games uh in the context of them being perfectly balanced video games uh and he does he keeps coming back to skyrim <laughs> and it's just it's just hilarious every time uh he has so much fun with it anyway i highly recommend that channel uh but yeah no it's just the the it 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 was part of the charm that they were kind of just wonky right because it's bethesda and you sort of knew what to expect when you got a bethesda game because they were all built with the same tool set so now we're going to see what they do with a brand new tool set and um we're going to find out if they keep their charm uh, or if they are a serious game development studio, and it's only one or the other. Yeah, I never want to work on a proprietary <laughs> video game engine again. By the way, okay. Oh, I hear you. It's a late night, Ruli. We got to put you to bed, so we got to do one trailer, one very important trailer before we go. Coming soon to a cinema near you. In a land that no, in a land. In a time. Nah, I don't think so. In a land before time. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Oh, is it? I, I, is it the one? Is it the one? I was going to mention one. It's in chat. It's one. Can, can you yes. send it in, in Slack? Because I don't. I was telling Zach yeah. earlier, my internet is being weird. I don't know how. It's like I can't browse anything, but I can definitely hear y'all. So my computer's lying to me. It's in. <laughs> For one second. Oh, well, really, yes. loads that Zach. Tell dear listener what we're about to watch. This is Dune colon part two pipe official trailer. Oh, I'm glad that you remembered to do this because I was going to bring it up if you didn't. Uh, yeah, I was looking. I was excited about this. I saw it and didn't watch it so that we could watch it together. Yep, same here. I have intentionally avoided it. Uh, November third. I'm very excited for that. Uh, Ruli, you got it open. Um, yeah, the official trailer. Water <laughs> Brothers. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. The top comment on this video is Gary Oldman cast as the sandworm. That dude is so versatile. (laughs) (laughs) They're not wrong. They're not wrong. That's pretty funny. And that's fantastic. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Count it down. Three, two, one. Play. It's breathtaking. When you see sand here, imagine. I hate sand. If you dive in. You can't reach the bottom. Gets everywhere. You dive in. Yes, it's called swimming. <laughs> I don't I don't believe you. So guys, I road tripped all the way to North LA to go to a theater that had the full IMAX presentation. Oh man, worth it. I'll be doing that again. Love it. The end of House Atreides. My father didn't believe in revenge. So I heard something about the first Dune, and maybe one of y'all have heard the same thing and can fill in my blanks. Go on. So like when they were vetting the visual effects for like the ornithopters and stuff, somebody was showing it to like their mother and being like, do you believe this? Because they had versions, prior versions of some of the like technology that they show in the movie that just were so immersion breaking I guess like they didn't they didn't fit they didn't look real they didn't make sense until they got to a version that made sense to somebody's mother <laughs> and that's what we and that's what we have today and wow, I, just, they, I love they I love that iterative design test. process I didn't see that coming <laughs> I had not heard that but it kind of sounds awesome and I'd like to believe it I'm going to choose to believe it yeah, I, uh, I'll have to see if I can find where I read that or where I heard it, because I'm sure that I'm misremembering it. But yeah, I don't know, guys. I mean, this this looks good, right? This looks great, but is it actually oh, yeah. better than the uh, the early 2000s Sci-Fi Channel Dune? I don't know, man. A lot to live up to. 
yeah, it, it just looks like more Dune. We gave them directed by I'm in. Oh god, I can never pronounce his last name. So yeah. Looking forward Atreides. to it. And shatter. May your blade chip and shatter. Iconic. Slow blade penetrates the shield. I don't think Ruli said a goddamn thing. Did he fall asleep? Oh no, I have it on muted because I have to watch it on my phone. <laughs> no, the only funny quip I had was like, this looks like how to train your sandworm. Um <laughs> I mean it is. That that is. It is kind of the thing. No, I mean I've I've never gotten the Dune stuff. I didn't see the first movie. It's it looks good, but like every time I've heard anyone talk about like the whole Dune universe or whatever, it kinda sounds like one of those fandoms where it's like it's more homework than enjoyment. And there are some times where I enjoy doing homework, but this was one where just like Nah, I'll, I'll just let other people do the work for me, and I'll copy off them if I need to. Uh, fair. High school. <laughs> all right, dear totally listener, thank fair. you so very much for joining us. Please always remember that any and all views expressed on the podcast are represented solely of the person expressing them, not of their friends, family, co-hosts, or co-workers, and certainly not of their employers, past, present, or future. Thank you for respecting our individuality. Blech. Getting a little better at doing that fast. Gentlemen, will we be back next week? The answer is we have to be. Yes. We must. We have to be. Are, are you are you going to possibly corral other folks that have been on the, the thing before? You probably should. Uh, I could. If we want to do an extravaganza, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. I know if we want it to be I'm intimate in. with the three of us, or, or try, I can try to corral some folks. We can put on some candles, some light jazz. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dear listener, very special episode 295 uh, next week. I won't say why. Very special episode. All right, uh, gentlemen, thanks again. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, Thank Tom. You, Zach, you get to pick the outro song. Are we doing First of May, or are we doing, I don't know, Weird Al Yankovic's Star Wars song? Gotta go with Weird Al, man. Wow, you passed up Colton. Man. Yeah. I'd be yeah, crying no, inside I did. if I didn't so, also like this other song. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go with well, Weird Al did it first. There, there, there's, only, there's only one Weird Al Star Wars song, right? There's no, there's there's multiple. There's because uh, you're not going to Dagobah. Which which one are we doing? Which one are we going out on, really? Uh, I mean, I mean, I've always had a soft spot for that. What was it? My my, that they're Anakin guy, um, American yeah. Pie. Yeah, American Pie. Yeah. someday later, but he's still a small fry. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to line it up with your your words. There, I'm gonna try to line it up. There we go. All right, guys, that was uh. That was going to really thank you for staying awake. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah. No, yep, I am actually thanks. way more awake than last week because last week I was like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but those are Love always it. fun. Oh, my, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later. Now he's just a small fry. And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye. Saying soon I'm going to be a Jedi. I just got bored. Everybody out.